This program is part of the Infinite Potato Alliance. Visit us at InfinitePotato.com. I'm Jared Stern. I think people should listen because we're desperate for attention right now. (laughs) I'm also Jared Stern. This is what I like to call an exercise in benign narcissism. And you're Between Two Sterns. Hello. What's up, buddy? Happy November. Is it November already? God it damn it. Is, it is November 2nd. It, it, we're, we're two solid days into the month of November. I still keep thinking it's 2020. I, yeah. I like every time I have to fill something out and I have to write down the date. I'm always like in 2021, 24. Mm. What I, I have no concept of time anymore. None. What is time? Time right. stopped existing about a year ago. Oh yeah. No, it, it's, this is, if you were to tell me that all of life stopped about a year ago and we've all just been living in some sort of like good place purgatory, trying <laughs> to figure out where we go at this point, I'd be like, that seems on brand. Yep, yeah, that, that seems about right. right. That sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Uh, I've had a tremendously not great week, but in weird fun ways. So we had the costume contest at work. Oh, and, and, and how did you do? Did you I came the prize? in second place. Oh no. To a twisted tooth fairy whose costume consisted of sneakers, black jeans, a white button-down shirt with some blood on it, his face a little made up, some wings that he just, like those wings that you can wear, like a backpack wings with like little straps across the front, Uh and a crown with like little teeth glued into it. And this mother beat me out. Now, you got to understand that like, the way the costume contest was presented, everybody had to walk up. So there was one judge. It was this girl who's like an Instagram influencer who also does cosplay. And she was there with her boyfriend and her okay. boyfriend kind of a little into me. Now, again, I was head to toe <laughs> in Cruella drag and I kept hitting on this guy because I was like, whatever, whatever else my chances. So I, I go up and you're supposed to go up. We had somebody filming it, taking pictures. You go up, you stand there, you present your costume. And I walked up there head to toe in Cruella, half black, half white wig. I got the uh, white the white face paint from the movie that she does. I did my own makeup, mascara, eyeliner, eyeshadow, brows, all on point, dark red lipstick, right? The dress I had on um, like workout tights underneath that looked like tights and then three inch boots in heels. Wow. I found women's heels at Goodwill that fit me, nine and a halfs. No big deal. I'm a bigger size in women's than I am in men's. I'm not taking it personally. I get in there and I look awesome. I have a purse that also has like a weird Dalmatian print on it. I have a mask that also has a Dalmatian print on it. And I have a little Dalmatian dog in the bag. I walk up to present the costume. I walk up the little dog and I pull the dog out of the bag and I pre-cut it. At which point I look directly into the camera, take my hands and rip the dog's head off of its body. Oh, wow. Kiss it on the lips with the red lipstick, toss the head over to the judge who catches it. And then I hold the severed head body of the Dalmatian in front of me and mic drop it on the floor to a round of applause from the entire office. So jeans and white button down shirt tooth fairy beat me. So what what theatricality did this person? I don't know. He had a little bag with teeth. Her boyfriend came up to me afterwards and was like, hey, man, I'm so sorry. Like, you should have won. Like, you should have won. I was telling her that you should have won. But I don't know. She was like obsessed with this tooth fairy thing for some reason. 
I was like, no, no, no. It's okay, bro. It's okay. I only well, shaved for this. Now I have a weird, clean shaven face because <laughs> this, I went all out. I shaved for it. Ugh. Anyway. Well, I, I, I will say this. You said there was a theme. Yeah. Correct. And yes. the theme was twisted fairy tales. I'm pretty sure ripping the head off of a Dalmatian seems pretty twisted. Mm, it seems pretty twisted, but that is in character for Corella Deville. I, don't I would say I, I would say that this this representation of the tooth fairy is the is a twisted version thereon, making it slightly more thematic. By twisted, me. do you mean that he happened to have like wings and a crown, and he was like, "I'll just throw on some jeans and a button down and make this work." I can't speak to his costume. The costume is the contest. It's not just the theme. Like if I well, went in there and just started snatching children and hiding them in my car, it's not like I'm all of a sudden Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> because I'm in a t-shirt and like joggers. Like it's, you gotta have the costume as well. Well, Ugh. I'm sorry, man. I really am. Okay. Um, Ironically but- though, today I went to the dentist <laughs> and it turns out I need like eight grand worth of work done in my mouth. My mouth oh, is no. a hot goddamn mess. And I knew it because I had gone to a dentist a couple of years ago and I knew it was bad because I went through years where I didn't have insurance. I was working as a bartender sure. server, but I went in there and like, they're like, like, I'm just happy that all of my teeth stay in my mouth and it's none of these like filing it down. I need like four or five fillings. I need a crown, which by the way, even though you're a Lord of Scotland, I'm about to get a crown, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, they have to numb, <laughs> they have to numb my gums and go under the gum and just scrape <sighs> And then like fire lasers in there. At one oh, point, I'm I just so thought sorry. they were making things up just to get me to pay. But my insurance is covering. I love insurance. You should definitely get some if you don't have it. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm in the process of, of finalizing oh, all that. So good. So my insurance is covering it so so much that I only am going to pay out of pocket like 2200 So it's taken me from 8 k down to 2200 And okay, I get to that, keep all my teeth. So I'm, I mean, I'm, it's, that's not nothing. But no, it's, I'm, I'm in it. Like if... <laughs> If there could be a theme for my life over the past couple of years, that theme would be, it could be worse. It could be worse. <laughs> I'm Jared. It could be worse, Stern. That that's my <laughs> that, that's my wrestler name. All right. So, and 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 when is all this work being done? And do we have to schedule the podcast? Well, they were going to start doing it today. Oh. <laughs> I, was like, I have a podcast I need to do. I'm coming here with. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no! I beg to differ, sir. It would have I taken too to long. I wouldn't have been able to make it to this. But I'm. What I'll do is when I schedule, I think it's like, I think the next time they could do it is like Thursday the 18th. What we'll do. I will push the podcast to that day. So I have like a half a mouth of numbness as yeah. I'm attempting to do this. I'm down for I, it. I, I need you numb and drooling <laughs> for at least a portion of an episode. Uh, you need to do a, um, well, it, it, it depends on how they're going to, do they have to put you under for anything? I, or just, no, are they just numbing you up? It's the most common question they get asked apparently. Cause they're like, so what we're going to do is we're going to numb your gums using a cream. We don't inject you with anything. That's okay. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is the injection better? Like I'll take whatever the best numbing thing that you have is. And he's like, no, no, no. The cream is really good. And I was like, so, is there a way to knock me out and just get it all done at once? Like just put me under for four and a half, five hours and just like clean it out fillings, crowns, you know, jewels, whatever you need to do it uh-huh. there, just get it all done in one shot. And it was like most common question asked and, and no. And I was like, cool. All right. I, I have found that one of the greatest advances in dentistry has been Novocaine for the Novocaine. 
Yeah, so, the pre the, the Novocaine. Numbing, numbing cream so you don't feel the injection. Because yeah. to me, when I was a kid, like, yes. the Novocaine shot was one of the worst parts of the, uh, of the experience. Yes, 100%. So, so this, but so this time, now the preliminary Novocaine has gotten so good, so they say, that you can go topical and not have to worry about sticking a needle in your gums. We shall see. The doctor gave me his card afterwards and was like, we really appreciate Yelp reviews. And I was like, yeah, I'll give you a Yelp <laughs> review after I see what you do with my mouth, my bad. Well, it depends on how much yelping you actually do during the procedure. <laughs> That's fair. You know, it's interesting. This doctor, and I, I will go on record saying this, had the most gorgeous eyes of any man I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> like, and he was wearing a mask. And part of me was like, he went into dentistry for this because the only part of his face I could see, he's got the mask on, he's got the glasses, he's got the little like magnifier glasses. Oh, wow. And so there was a lot of emphasis put on his eyes, right? I'm looking through his eyes and they're huge because of the magnification. I was like, if I had eyes like this, I would go into dentistry as well. Yeah, I am, uh, I am overdue for a dental trip. And I know my mother listens to this podcast and I know my mother is shaking her finger at the, at the speaker right now saying, I told you to go. So you see her father was a dentist. Really? Yes. I am the grandson of a, of a dentist. So I have, I have a reputation to uphold. You do? Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I like to think my choppers are in pretty good, uh, pretty good condition. Did you get your wisdom teeth taken out? Yeah. No wisdom teeth. All gone. So it's, but you had them taken out. So I have never had wisdom teeth taken out. You got all your wisdom teeth? No. Two never. <laughs> two never came in. The two on top never came in. When you say they never came in, you mean they're still in your head? Maybe. They just I never guess. dropped? I, I guess, <laughs> yes. They, I guess they never dropped. Do they dropped. exist and they never came out or did they? It's entirely possible. However, the ones on the bottom, both of the ones on the bottom are coming in sideways. Yeah. So the dentist, back when I was going to a dentist regularly, basically said to me, as long as these aren't causing you any discomfort, it's going to be way too big a hassle to try to get these motherfuckers out. Right. Obviously, he didn't use that medical terminology, but he's, it, it's going to be way too much of a hassle to try to get these out. You know, it's going to cause you too much discomfort. Yeah. So if they're not bothering you, we're not going to we're not going to touch them. Just, you know, keep them clean. So that they don't rot in the back of your mouth and you should be fine. And I haven't had a problem with them since. That's how I've existed with my teeth up until this point. Where I was <laughs> just, like, keep, just keep them clean. Just keep yeah. them, keep them kind of clean. And then, and then it, like, I know how, like when I walked in there, like, why are you here? I was like, <laughs> it's a, it's a hot mess in there. Like, let me just. <laughs> now were, were, were you experienced? Did you have like problems like biting into cold things? Like years. So years ago I started having problems biting into cold things. And I went to see a dentist when I was working as a server. And that's when they told me that to fix everything, it would be like six grand, but I had no insurance. And I was like, so have you Ooh. just been chewing on a different side of your mouth or something for six years? So here's the thing I'm going to tell you, Jared. Uh, eventually the pain goes away. Cause what happens, <laughs> <laughs> what happens you is learn, you just learn to live with the pain. The gum line recedes and oh the nerve endings God. die. So, and, and like, <laughs> I went in there. So he's going, he's doing the gum test. I shouldn't be laughing at this, but you got to laugh at these types of things. He's doing the gum test on me. And he's like, he's like super communicative, which is great. He's like, all right, I'm going to do your gum test now. Now, as I go through, I'm going to say some numbers outside out loud to my assistant. So one, two, three is pretty good. Like one is really good. Two, three is not so good. Anything above a three or four or five, that's going to be bad. 
And I go, okay, cool. And he goes, okay, here we go. <clears throat> four, four, five, four, four, five, four, three. And I was like, Ooh, C minus. Like I was like, I gotta see. Did he ever go as high as six? I didn't break two. I think I had one, two, maybe. And it felt like a gimme, like like three, three, four, four, three, three, four, 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 five, 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 four, four, four. And then he was like, two. Like he threw threw it away. Like give the kid a B. Well, I, I I feel like at that point he had a sliding scale, right? So at, comparatively to some of the other some of the other garbage in your mouth that that comparatively seemed OK, dude, like and I, I like I don't know anybody who loves the dentist, but like, no, one of my weird things. And it's not an excuse because I really don't know how to get over it. And I it's it's not an excuse, but I have an auditory. We've talked about this, my yeah, auditory trigger with brushing your teeth. So like, it's very difficult for me to do so. It's, it's continuous torture and pain as it's occurring. So, so do you, do you, do you use a manual toothbrush or do you I use, use an electric? electric? Oh, I electric. use an electric okay. and I will admit that I run water while I do it as well because it drowns out the sound. Yeah, no, I, I, I recently discovered the magic of the electric toothbrush and recently. Yeah. Like in the last like couple of years. Jared, that's like, that's like being like, hey, do you still use dial-up or have you heard of this? No, I would just brush, brush my teeth like a normal human being with my, you know. Electric has been around for like, hands. electric has been around for like 30 years at this point. I know, but that doesn't mean everyone's been using it. And now. You're the grandson of a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so Andrea had been using one for, for a while. And so I finally decided, um, well, they do a lot of the work for you. Yeah. So. Let's 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 lean into the laziness and uh, and get an electric. Fun fact about that. So when I use the electric toothbrush, I'm actually using it too hard. When you're using an electric toothbrush, you want to use a soft bristle. Mm-hmm. And he told me that you only want to hold it with like your finger, like your uh, like your middle finger and your um, thumb. And you don't want to apply too much pressure. Yeah, because I've been just jamming these gums up into my <laughs> up into my eyeballs for a couple of years now, <laughs> just trying to clean it out. At this point now, we're at the mouth, the left shoulder, <laughs> the right knee, I'm, I'm so the right toe. I'm, I'm going to be the $6 million, yeah, the $6 million man at this point. Like it looks good on the outside, but it's just freaking decaying underneath. <laughs> Awful. Hey, hey, but but all the, all the counts is looking good on the outside. Thank you. Thank you very much. As soon as I grow the rest of my face back, I'll be fine. <laughs> so going back to the the Halloween yes. party, was that was that all the crux of your Halloween celebration or did you actually give out candy at home so we had candy we gave out candy at home we did something that might have been my favorite halloween experience which was for like a brief moment because we wanted to walk around the neighborhood to see like what everything was like lit up and so we just set a a bowl of candy out uh and then that was gone when we came back because like of course it is was the whole bowl gone or the whole no the bowl was there which is what surprised me i thought they were going to steal the bowl also but the bowl stayed, but all the candy was gone. Uh, and then we didn't feel like, because the doors on the first floor were hanging out on the second floor. And so we didn't feel like going walking back up and down. So we just left the bowl out there. But then we have a window that overlooks the front uh, door. So we left the bowl out there and just watched kids go up. And when kids were polite, we were like, thank you so much for only taking one. And they were like, what the fuck? And they looked up and saw, and we were just <laughs> creepily staring down at them. But yeah, kids are terrible. Uh, some are really great. And then a lot of them are just like, you know, I'm going to take this whole bowl, just fistfuls. Did you see any good kid costumes? Because that was one thing I was very disappointed by was the lack of decent kid costumes this this go round. 
we saw some decent ones. I'll be honest with you. I, I was, I was kind of like, I was focusing on the houses. I wasn't really looking at the kids, if I'm being okay. honest. But, you know, you had a couple of like standouts that I didn't expect to see, a couple of Power Rangers. You know, I was like, I didn't know that was still going on, but maybe it is. And then, you know, a lot of Marvel kids. We had some Captain Americas. I went out wearing the Captain America shirt that I have, which is the laziest costume I have and played in well to me having to shave. So, yeah, so we had the uh, we had the neighborhood Halloween uh, celebration. Right now, it's. You've been to you've been to my house. You, you I have. know how how it's all set up. It's you know row houses uh, in D.C. We're on uh, 16th Street and we're in between D Street and E Street. For some reason, we don't know why. We won't you know we've been in the neighborhood a couple of years now, but for some reason, the lettered streets get more traffic than the numbered streets. I wish I knew why that was the case, but so we 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 overbought. For on candy because we realized last year there was no trick-or-treating mm-hmm. uh so we figured that there would be maybe an over compensation for that now that people now the kids can come back out and right and and do do the necessary thing to get all the candy that's going to last them hopefully uh for weeks to come or at least last their parents for weeks to come yeah exactly right so we got we we, we were you know conservative estimates were to get 600 700 pieces of candy that should be gone by the end of the night i think just enthusiasm in general is down for just about everything i mean i think we're still like for as much as we might feel like things are returning to normal we're still in covid like we're still in this thing i know but trick-or-treating is an inherently outdoor and fairly safe activity wouldn't you say i would say yes everyone's wearing a mask Oh, well, I mean that, I mean, <laughs> no, nobody wore a mask and ultimately you're just grabbing things that other people have touched and like combining it in together into like a oh, super but, cesspool. Well, speaking <laughs> of which, so a lot of very young children are in our, are in yeah. our neighborhood. And so we had this giant tub that we just kind of f- took f- all three bags of candy and dumped them into the tub. And to start off with when the younger kids were coming around. Right. And so uh, this one kid came up to the to the tub and just completely wet coughed all over. Oh, yeah. Man, I was like, oh, I feel bad. <laughs> like that's the kind of transmissible disease I'm worried about when it comes to when it comes to that. But I mean, you know, they they determined that COVID doesn't live on surfaces for very long. I think outdoor trick or treating is probably one of the safest ways you can go out and exercise your right to uh, to have fun in large numbers. I would agree with that. I, from what I understood, this was a lower turnout in this neighborhood, not just from the trick-or-treaters, but also from like people participating with the haunted houses as well. Yeah, um, well, the haunted houses, make that makes more sense. Because again, indoors, and you're getting up close and personal with, with people who are wielding fake chainsaws and yeah. in, in scary clown makeup who are literally jumping out at your face so yeah i i i understand maybe haunted houses mm-hmm. maybe enthusiasm for those are down yeah but i would like to think that enthusiasm for the outdoor grabbing of free candy i i i'm always enthusiastic about that that's what i'm trying yeah, to i was surprised that there weren't more kids out one of the things uh for so for during halloween all of our neighbors like basically all the adult neighbors we decided we were going to make porch dinner and so everyone made a a different little 
course. Oh, nice. To, yeah, so we so we ate outside while we were handing out candy to the kids. This is One, something you guys do. We've talked about like your kind of front yard barbecues and like everybody getting together, which is great. I mean, especially since the pandemic kicked off, uh, our our row of houses have have become very have been very close knit, very tight knit. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, so we had one uh, one neighbor made um, made uh, like malt spiced wine with bourbon in it. And it was Ooh, looking fantastic. Very nice. Um, one house uh, just did you know very basic uh, veggies and dip. One house made chicken and dumplings. Uh, we we made Dorito dip. Explain to me what this is. Have you? Have, oh, you've never experienced Dorito. I'm very dip. excited to hear what's so, about to happen. So last episode we spoke about foods that we could justify in our heads as being healthy, even though they were patently not healthy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I'm going to list to you in reverse order, the ingredients of this dip from healthiest to least healthy. Okay. Okay. I hope that the first ingredient is Doritos. God damn it. If we're going downhill from there, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Ooh, no, 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 no. It's not, not quite that bad. We start off with a diced red pepper. Beautiful. Vegetables. Beautiful. Exactly. Two cans of corn, corn niblets. Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> a little bit of green onion. Sure. Some uh, sharp cheddar cheese yeah okay Rated sharp cheddar cheese okay uh half a cup of mayonnaise but i understand it half a cup of ranch dressing okay and a bag of crumbled doritos what and then crumbled doritos uh spicy spicy okay. doritos you got that kind of contrast of like the cool ranch from the ranch dressing but also the spicy i like it mm-hmm. yeah and then you then you you stir all that up with a giant spoon and then you eat it with other chips. Like you take uh, other tortilla chips and dip it into the dip. And you don't eating... dip Doritos into the Dorito dip? No, that's too much Doritos. This is. Uh, this, I'm this so sorry. Huge. I don't think that sentence has ever been uttered out loud before. <laughs> there is no such thing as too much Doritos. There's a whole bag of Doritos in the dip already. Yeah, so I've got one bag down so far. Now I have a variety of different flavors I can combine together in order to accentuate my palate. Anyway, this accentuate stuff my is, palate isn't the right word, but whatever. Well, excite my palate. I'm yeah. so excited by it. I'm not even using the right words. Go on. It's fantastic. It is uh, the uh, the height of uh, of Midwest cuisine. You don't this cook is... this thing at all. You're not melting no. it down. So no. it's just it's just shredded cheese, like whole shredded cheese in the dip. Yeah. It's like a bag, like a bag of shredded cheese. There's the corn. There's a diced uh, red pepper. There's uh, some chopped up green onions. I, know, color. I, I get all the ingredients. Yeah. But traditionally, if you're making a dip with cheese, that cheese is melted in some capacity. No, 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 no. But this, this, it's it's got enough liquidity in it from <laughs> from the uh, from the ranch dressing and and the mayonnaise uh, to kind of. Basically, that takes all the other solid ingredients and binds them together. So when you take a like a, a hardier tortilla chip, which is what we were using, a baked tortilla chip, by the way, which makes it so much so much healthier. Sure, and now now it's practically a salad. I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I I was able to justify eating so much more candy because I had it. There was there was because there was pepper and there there were whole foods <laughs> in the dip. 
<laughs> they should start selling it at Whole Foods. That's how healthy it sounds. They should. But I, so yeah, so that was uh, that was one of the highlights of uh, of Halloween for me. And now I'm trying to portion out what candy we have left. We have a, we still had you know a, a, maybe a third of a tub's worth of candy left. A lot of miniatures, a lot of uh, miniature uh, Milky Ways, uh, Three Musketeers, miniature Twix, uh, Snickers, Butterfinger. There was a wide a wide array of uh, of candy with each. Uh, obviously not with breakfast, but with each meal, like lunch and dinner, I'll just take a couple pieces of candy. That sounds a piece of candy, and then, and and just have have some of those, and then in a couple of weeks, eventually it'll all be gone. gone. Sounds very healthy. Uh, you got to do the opposite of trick or treating with it. Now you have to take your bag of candy, go door to door, ring the doorbell, and just give people candy when they right. to the Here, door. take this for me. Here, okay, take here this you back, go. Please, really. please, I I cannot. I'm going to go into a diabetic coma if I can eat this and they're like, man, what do you think we're dealing with over here? Like, why don't you take some of us? I, for, for Halloween, I was at Trader Joe's shopping and arguably my favorite thing that exists in this world came back into season and they are uh, miniature oh. butter toffee pretzels. Ooh, butter toffee pretzels. Now, I know you're not a toffee person, but it's not traditional. It's just like it's brown sugar. It's, oh my God, it's so fucking good. I do I do enjoy a butter toffee. It's fantastic. And it's so good that, because I knew we were going to have a lot of excess candy because I kept being told how crazy Halloween is. And I was like, it ain't going to be crazy this year. It's 2020. Or it's not, it's 2021. God, 2021, man. almost 2022. For fuck's sake. Unbelievable where this time goes. But so I bought myself two bags of it. And then I hid one bag because I ate that entire bag that day. Like I ate the entire bag of butter toffee pretzels that day. Cause I was like, why, why am I gonna eat shitty candy? I don't even like, I bought myself like a dark chocolate chocolate bar and these butter toffee pretzels. And I just smashed them in one day <laughs> to your credit. We also have like little mini Twixes, Kit Kats, yeah. M&Ms and Reese's uh, peanut butter cups. Now, the hits. <clears throat> now, are you a standard candy eater? And I'll say for, let's say the Reese's and then M&M's are the ones I most commonly find. So standard, refrigerator, or freezer? Uh, I'm more of a standard. Then you are missing out on life, my friend. You gotta, throw, <laughs> you gotta throw those puppies in the freezer. And if I can eat them coming out of the freezer with my teeth, yeah, seriously, one can survive the cold of eating them out of the freezer. Oh, I'm not even so worried about the coldness. I mean, how do you not chip a tooth? It's not yeah. dense. The peanut butter is not dense. It's just nice and cold. It's so good. And it makes the chocolate a little bit harder. So it feels a little bit more like a darker chocolate than your traditional milk. Interesting. Highly recommend. Go throw a couple of those bad boys in. Only need I also. I also don't enjoy putting thin mints in the freezer. Well, you're just an animal uh, <laughs> monster, uh, but that's okay. I would say it has a drastically different consistency than thin mints because thin mints have nothing like creamy in the middle. No, like, it's just a cookie. Yeah. You're not going to find that they're like ultra crispy. It's just, I, I don't know how to describe it, but try it and let me know what you think because yeah, freezer okay. man, unbelievably good. I'll do M&M's. Kit Kats and um, peanut butter cups in the freezer. Can't do anything with caramel. That thing will get hard as a goddamn rock. Yeah, I know. Right. So that's why I can't, I can't imagine putting like a Milky Way. No, nope. Twix and Milky Way, Snickers, they go in the fridge. Everything else goes down below or so, up, depending upon how your refrigerator set up. A friend of mine used yeah. to make the greatest cake ever in the world. Okay. It's called a Milky Way cake. And I'll, okay. I'll tell you why. So it's a standard 
chocolate cake recipe. Okay. But instead of sticks of butter, you use full-size Milky Ways. Wait, 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 wait. Instead of like melting butter into the recipe, you use full-size Milky Way candy bars. But how are you melting the the nugget? Yeah, all of it. Does the nugget melt? Am I saying that word right? It doesn't. Nugget? I don't think I've ever heard it called nugget before. But nougat? 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 I think it is nougat. It didn't sound right coming out. But it's a word I I rarely whip out. I'm not a (laughs) way if I need to. But like (laughs) nougat. What's wrong with you? Why can't you say the word nougat? <laughs> nougat? It doesn't have an umlaut for fuck's sake. It's, well, it sounds better with one. I could have read Say it again. New. Say the word new. New. Say get. Get. Nougat. Jasham, jasham. What is that episode <laughs> of Friends with Joey where it's like uh, he's trying to speak French and he's like, je, ma, pel, Joey. Blah, 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 Joey. <laughs> he's like, just keeps repeating it back. But like, I don't think what I'm trying to repeat. No, 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 you're, you're trying not, to... I'm, I'm just being, I'm being difficult. New gut, new gut. <laughs> Try brand new guts. They're delicious, melted in cake. It's all the rave with the, with the adults nowadays. Uh, the, uh, in answer to your question, yes, everything melts together. <laughs> That's it. And it is such a velvety, oh, it is so good. Shout out to my buddy, Greg. That That's that's his recipe. I've had it. I've had it two or three times, and it is it is top of the heap every time. Greg's going to be on the show next week making this cake for both of us. He's going to fly out to California, make it for me, and then fly back for Jared on his dime. That's how dedicated he is. It's to the program. Thanks again, Greg. Appreciate you listening. Yeah. Now I'm trying to think. Yeah, I had the butter toffee pretzels, and I did. I, I drove and picked up Mexican food. I don't know why. I always end up eating Mexican food on on Halloween. It's like a weird thing for me. And we tried to watch scary movies this uh, like week, but we couldn't because we were watching a show that we are so obsessed with. We cannot stop watching it to do anything else. What's that? Have you seen The Morning Show? Yes. Holy I... shit. Yeah. No, the first season was fantastic. We were, we were shocked at how good it was. Yeah. I, we're like seven episodes into the first season and it's just like, it, it's so good on every level. Billy Crudup is fantastic. Unbelievable in it. Like he's so good in it. And like, speaking of friends, I, I realized like midway through episode six, I think uh, Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston were having a scene where they were trying to bond and they were like burying the hatchet for something. I was like, why does this feel from Reese Witherspoon played Jennifer Aniston's sister on friends. Did she really? Yeah. yeah I forgot about that. Yeah. And I was like, this scene felt familiar for some reason. But here's the thing, and I'm not ruining anything about the show, but the genius, the genius of starting the show with him getting the message about him being a part of the Me Too movement and it being seven episodes later of you learning about who this guy really is. Yeah. Flashback, because I knew it was coming. I was like, they got to do an episode where they go back in time and show how it really was. But like, imagine the lens you would have seen this show differently if it started with that episode and then you discovered. Right. You have to have, you have to have some doubt in your mind that this guy might be redeemable. And they did such a great job of towing the line, like playing that gray area up until that point that when you saw that episode, you were like, Oh shit. Like this is really bad. You said you're seven episodes in something like that. Seven or eight. Okay. I won't spoil anything. Yeah, don't say it, don't say it, because we'll finish it by the end of the But week. I can't believe there's a second season. Okay. Like, okay. It, 
the ending seemed like it tied everything up in a really neat little bow. Like yeah. I was like, okay, well, because they're very big stars on this show, Jennifer yep. Aniston, Steve Carell, there those are huge names. Maybe they're just doing this for the Emmy noms, and then that is it. And mission accomplished. Well, it, I mean, and and Crudup won. Did he? He deserved yeah. it. <clears throat> the show is so good at address like the the scene with him and Martin Short. Martin Short is fantastic. Yeah. Like he's barely recognizable. The scene with the two of them sitting there and him making the comparison to like the first wave and the second wave, right? I think it was like maybe the episode or the second two episodes before the flashback where he was like, where he realizes what a predator Martin Short is. Right. And tries to draw the distinction between the two where he's like, and for those of you who are listening who don't know what we're talking about, the, the premise of this show is it, it, it focuses on like the most popular TV news show, the morning show of some, you know, made up network. And the two hosts, the two co-anchors of the show are Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston. The, po- the opening episode opens at 3.30 in the morning with Steve Carell getting a phone call from his executive producer to let him know that four women had come out and accused him uh, during the hashtag Me Too movement. And he is immediately let go from the program. Everything goes into a tailspin. Jennifer Aniston's trying to find a co-host. There's a lot of other drama behind it. But what we're talking about is essentially how they're approaching this Me Too movement thing because it is done so well. It is, it is the type of show that I feel people need to watch to fully understand what this thing is. Because yeah. I think a lot of people think that, I think a lot of people are Steve Carell where they don't think that they've done anything wrong. But as soon as you see it play out, you're like, no, this is wrong. This is very, very wrong. Yeah. So you you know what this is based on, right? Who's it based off of? Matt Lauer. Is it Matt? I didn't know Matt Lauer was me too. Yeah. Who am I thinking of? Oh, who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of Brian Williams. Oh, no, no. Brian Williams was a completely separate little- Matt Lauer is me too? Where have you been? I don't watch the news. I didn't even realize the Vegas shooting they were referencing was a real thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like that episode traumatized, like that part traumatized Julie, the entire flashback episode, like the last 10 minutes of the flashback episode, she couldn't look at the screen. And I was watching it with my hands over my mouth, wanting to look away every second of it and thinking to myself, it is very important for me to watch this thing all the way through. And it's like still with me, like with him and the girl bringing her up to the hotel room and that whole scene, like that was, yeah, this so is based the, off of Matt Lauer. Yeah. Yeah. So the screenplay is based on the book that was written about what happened at NBC. Wow. That led to Matt, Matt Lauer's firing. Cause apparently like Matt Lauer had like a lock on his dressing room door that he could only, he, that he could activate from the inside. And that's, if you that's the little switch that's under the desk uh-huh. oh my god yeah so that's yeah that's totally what this is wow so who's who is his co-host what, what was her name who's aniston based off of uh i, I don't know that I, I don't know that they're based on specific okay. like, i don't know if it's that specific but it's definitely like the inciting incident for this is based off of what happened to Matt Lauer. Right. It's interesting watching the show because Steve Carell is such brilliant casting for this because I think that when the whole Me Too thing went down, there were like generational shifts, right? Like for those of us who are our age and a little bit older, I think, I don't think anything hit as hard as Bill Cosby. Oh, no. I, I think that like Bill Cosby, Stephen Collins from Seventh Heaven is also up there, but Bill Cosby was the one 
Was Stephen Collins involved in stuff the too? Dad from Seventh Heaven. A lot of no, kid I know. stuff. Not just Me Too, but Kid Me Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. But the Bill Cosby thing hit really hard. Not like because he was he was he was just that lovable guy that everybody he loved. was a paragon of virtue before all yes. that happened. And I feel he like was, he was who he, he he built himself up as someone who to, who should be looked up to. Yep. Like telling other comics that they shouldn't cuss. Right. That, like, right. That That's not appropriate. Of yeah. yeah. And it, it, it's always those guys, isn't it? Always it's those always guys. those guys who claim that they're the uh, better than the rest. But yeah, man, that really. But my feeling Cosby is. Really crushed me. So my theory, my feeling is that that's why Steve Carell was cast, because I feel like Steve Carell could fill that role for a lot of people in this totally. next generation. Just such a lovable, kind hearted, everybody loves him guy. Very, sure. very non-threatening. Here's how likable Steve Carell is. They still play The Office. Like that show has not aged well at all in this very progressive world that we're in right now. And they still it's still one of the highest ranked shows not because of the content, but because it's Steve Carell delivering it. And he delivers it in a way where you're like, I can accept that this is a character and that this guy who's saying it is not the worst thing in the world, right? But having him be the guy is such a brilliant, a brilliant casting choice. And like the whole cast is great. If you have access to the show, go watch this show. I I know it sounds like dark and heavy from what we're talking about, but it is really just a very, very well done TV show. It's fantastic. Yeah, it, it reminded really me of good. like it reminded me of like Aaron Sorkin's work, but less wordy, like, <laughs> like less and walky and talky. But I'm a very big Aaron Sorkin fan. But this gave me like flashback feelings to like The West Wing or like Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip or like yeah. Newsroom. Yeah, we haven't started watching season two yet, just because okay. there's been so much shit to watch. Yeah, but we're but it, it it's on the list, and yeah, I. Talk to me after the last episode of season one. Well, it's kind of like, so prior to this, we just finished watching The Good Place. Have you seen The Good Place? Oh, yeah, yeah. Love mm-hmm. The Good Place. This is probably my third watch through, and it just, it, it, it keeps getting better. But, I mean, there are shows that I just absolutely love. Schitt's Creek, you know, um, Arrested Development. Like, there, there are certain shows, the Larry Sanders shows, that mm-hmm. I think are amazing. It used to be that Larry Sanders show, to me, had the best finale, like wrapped it up the best way. I think Schitt's Creek did a good job, but I don't know if there's a show that has fully told a comprehensive and complete story the way The Good Place does. Like from where that show starts to how it ends, it might be a perfect four seasons of television. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a complete arc. I mean, for, for everyone involved. Really nowhere to go after that. Like it's really, it's done. Like the show is over. And I like that. I like that they took four seasons and really done a, did a great job of just kind of telling the story. This was a good little bit of content. I, I, I wasn't expecting the, uh, the morning show banter. One thing that I will bring up about the morning show, and it, it, it caused me to have a, a fun idea for the podcast. I'm going to start oh. it right now, and then we'll go from there. This week in Jared's and pop culture media, because there is a Jared on that show, and he sucks. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, 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 caught, I caught that too. Yeah. And like, at first I heard the name Jared, and I was like, okay, let's go, because traditionally we're not really represented well in, in pop culture media. And then he just sits there. There's like a good five-minute period of time where Steve Carell launches into a soliloquy, just taking this guy down like they're doing a Comedy Central roast. Like, yeah. he's just like, Jared's just such an annoying piece of shit. He never puts any effort into anything, no follow-through, and he really just annoys me when he's around. And I was like, thanks, Dad. I appreciate that. Thanks, Steve Carell. 
Thanks, Steve. We should, we should pull the audio and, and, and have that be part <laughs> oh of Oh my God, we should pull, pull the, the audio opening. play it here. Because like at this point, now I just want to start pointing out different Jareds that are around because, you know, we need something to talk about on this. Oh, podcast. by the way, speaking of which, you know how I, I am a, a purist when it comes to the spelling of our first name. Yes, and I'm, I'm with you, the J-A-R-E-D. J-A-R-E-D. I was watching Wheel of Fortune. Okay. And there was a dude on Wheel of Fortune, whose name tag was J-A-R-R-A-D. What? Yes. And here's how, here's how wrongly spelled his name was. Like the digital, uh, like they have like the breakdown of everyone's scores on the show. Like they have yeah. all three contestants' names, like on a digital board. His name was spelled differently on the digital board. <laughs> it was J A R R like O D or something like that. I'm like you, motherfucker, get off this show. You're wrong. You're wrong. Turn in your name tag, sir. You you have done a disservice to this name and all names like it. Get out. I went to school with an O D. I did. Oh man, no. But please check out the morning show if you haven't seen it. It's a very, very, very good show. Um, my parents had recommended it to me for a while, but I just had not watched it yet. Uh, yeah. I, I, Got to start second season of that. I have not watched the second season of Ted Lasso yet. What? Well, no. Aside from the first, I think we're two episodes into the to the first to the second season of Ted Lasso. Okay. Like, because I was very put off by the way that they killed the dog in the first episode, and it just took a little while for us to get kind of get back into it, and then we lost traction on it, and so it's it's again it's on the list, and it's. We're gonna, we gotta I understand up. what you're saying. Apparently, a lot of people are triggered by the killing of dogs, as evident from me losing my costume contest at work this past week. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that was your fatal flaw, sir. You know that's what? why you lost. That's why you lost the tooth fairy. It wasn't twisted enough because apparently I didn't twist enough. I just pulled the head off. I right, it twisted pulled, the head. Just more. twisted. Yeah, right. What you should have done was <clears throat> bit the head off. I thought about that in hindsight. You're absolutely right. I should have gone, not Chris Angel. Who's the who's the guy who bit the head off of the bat? Ozzy Osbourne. I should have gone Ozzy Osbourne. I should have prepped the neck, gotten a blood capsule in my mouth, bit down and ripped the head off. Blood would have gone everywhere. <sighs> and so Jared, why are you visiting us at the dentist today? Well, <laughs> I chipped a tooth on a button on a stuffed Dalmatian head. <laughs> Well, did you come in first place? No. That's going to be $2,000. Hey, everybody. Thanks for sticking your ears between two sterns. Please leave us a five-star review, even if it's a sarcastic one. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have an idea for the show? Or are you also Jared Stern? Shoot us an email. You can find links to everything at jaredstern.com.